Listening to the Gods to Ghosts Volleyball Podcast with your host, Scott Bemke. Our podcast today features part two of our interview with Norway's own seven-time FIVB Beach Open champion, as well as two-time Olympian, Jan Kvalheim. Let's pick up where we last left off in part one. Now, you competed on the FIVB Tour from 90 through 2001, approximately, I think. Tell it what, what it was like first starting out on the tour, um, and then uh, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced? I know, like anytime, even the guys here when they start out on the AVP, you take your lumps when you're you know you're learning how to travel and you're learning how to beat teams, and you know, was it humbling at all, or was it? Did you feel like you acclimated to it pretty quickly? And were you playing with Bjorn uh, at that time as well? Yeah, but, and actually, uh, that's a long story, but I'll, I'll make it really short. But I tried to become French citizen in 1989 uh, because I played in volleyball, indoor volleyball and uh, my French federation uh, and my French club wanted me to become French so I could play on the French indoor team in the 1982 Olympics. And for me, uh, I have never thought about the Olympics because the Norway, Norwegian national team was never good. So for me, playing in the Olympics, that was a dream. So... I, I, I tried to become a French to play on the, in the Olympics, and then, of course, I would <laughs> return to being in Norwegian. But so <laughs> I, uh, while my application was uh, in system, I played for France in beach volleyball world tour in 1990 with uh, a friend of mine, Thierry Glowax. So I think I'm one of the few players who have played for two countries. I played uh, one tournament for France. Uh, but happily for me, uh, my application didn't go through because uh, yeah, of many reasons. So I uh, remained Norwegian. And I've been speaking with Bjorn uh, in 1988 to 1989 because he also played the volleyball in, in France and he went to UCLA uh, for two years. He played, he played for the played legendary UCLA. Al Skates while he was there. Doesn't get any better than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so also, so I knew that... Uh, there were only three Norwegian players who have played beach volleyball, and it was me, Bjorn, but also Asbjorn Volstad. Asbjorn Volstad also went four years at UCLA. Oh, yeah, he was an uh, incredible player there. I, I, uh, I remember his name uh, very well. Yeah, yeah, he was a great player there and also on the Norwegian national team. And so, but, um, so I called Bjorn when my French application didn't go through, and I asked him, shall we try to play together next year? So in 1991, Bjorn and I played our first tournament and, uh, in the qualifier then, and we were very lucky, and we entered the tournament. And uh, we came fifth out of 24 teams that are in our first tournament on the FRB World Tour. 
And uh, next year, we beach volleyball was a kind of exhibition sport after the Barcelona Olympics. Mm-hmm. And um, we also entered that tournament. And uh, we came fourth in that tournament. So that was when I decided, uh, or, or was going to decide, will I continue to play indoor volleyball? Or shall I start to have focus on, uh, on uh, beach volleyball? And, uh, and Bjorn also decided, shall I start to do business or shall I try this beach volleyball thing with Jan? So when we had good results and we were very, very lucky in our first two tournaments, so that after the fourth place in the test event after the Olympics, we decided to go on on our beach volleyball career. So, but also uh, we were lucky because the FRB they liked that um, there was a two skinny pale Norwegians who did well in that sport. Right. So they used us to con- yeah. So they used us to promote the sport internationally to show that uh, you don't have to be born on the beach in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil or in uh, California, U.S., to be good in this sport. Look, look on these two uh, Vikings from uh, north of Europe. They are good in this sport. So they sent us kind of around the world to promote the sport. And uh, so we were very lucky then. But the, prop or the, the, the issue and the challenge for many beach volleyball players is uh, when you play professional indoor volleyball, you, you get your money in the end of each month. Even uh, no, no matter how results you get, but to make money on beach football, you have to compete well. You have to perform. So there's a lot so of pressure as money. far as getting a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of easier to uh, have uh, or to plan your life getting them the indoor volleyball money in the end of each month. But we were kind of lucky also because we were the first team in Norway to start to play beach volleyball. So our Norwegian Volleyball Federation. The National Olympic Committee in uh, in Norway, and we also have Bjorn was great finding sponsors for us. So um, Bjorn uh, got some sponsors. So we were after one year, we had really good funding for us to travel all around the world to play these tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, but mo- most of the European players who played beach volleyball in the nineties, they used they used to play indoor volleyball. I think in Brazil and in the US, most of the AVP players, they, they, they have only played uh, uh, or played beach volleyball. But now it's kind of different. Now many people, in players in Europe, they start to play beach volleyball before they play vo- uh, volleyball. So it's a whole new culture here in Europe as well. Uh, but most of the players we played against from Europe, they were indoor volleyball players. Huh. Now... Um Let's see, in terms of uh, some of the better players uh, on that tour when you were playing uh, on the FIVB with Bjorn, um, who were uh, some of the more impressive ones uh, that you saw out there uh, on the court? The first, uh, the, um, first players we, we were impressed by, because uh, in, in the beginning there, were, there weren't that many U.S. players on the, in the 1991, uh, but it was, we were amazed by the Brazilians, the ball control. We love the ball control of the Brazilian players. Uh, but in the 92 test event in Spain, it was uh, Sinjin Smith and uh, Randy Stokos who won the tournament before um, two Brazilians and then us uh, in fourth place. But uh, I, I liked the steady way of playing 
uh, of Randy and, and Tim Jim. They played so uh, impressive. They didn't make any mistakes. It's like watching Roger Federer playing tennis. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make any mistakes. And uh, Randy and Tim Jim, they were so consistent. So uh, there were also some teams from France and Italy and Spain uh, playing back then. But uh, we were... Um, and I can also say that one of the reasons Bjorn and I started to play beach volleyball, and because, uh, and it's kind of embarrassing to say, but we have we have always had a lot of confidence in ourselves, because it's not normal that to from Norway, because here, here in Norway we don't have that many beaches. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, normal that two players from Norway will go all in to play beach volleyball. But like I said, we were really lucky that our confidence in ourselves helped us also playing. I remember we did, we had a people uh, we had got, we had a guy helping us makes a lot of statistics from our and our, uh, other games. And uh, in 1994, we won. We played 20 matches. Who we were decided on either 15, 13, 16, 14, 17, 15. Uh, we played 20 matches who were really close games mm-hmm. and we were we won we won 19 out of 20 games wow and that's mostly uh, and, and I think it's mostly because even if we were down 39 we, we had confidence that our uh, way of playing our tactic our strength will help us winning this game even if we're down 9-13 so uh, confidence is something that is not that much talked about in sports because it's embarrassing to say that you have a lot of confidence but that helped us a lot in the beginning because uh, uh, many of the European players they were afraid when they met players from uh, US and uh, Brazil that we loved to play them because we would we, we would love to compete against the best players in the world so we, we didn't have any kind of risk we had respect for them but we didn't have too much respect so we were just looking forward to these matches yeah, it's hard enough to win. I mean, if you're playing 20 matches that, you know, go are decided by two points like that, um, usually you're happy if you get a split, you know, half and half. But to win 19 out of the 20 of them, you, you've got, obviously, uh, you've got the clutch gene as a team. So that's impressive. Yeah, and we never was, we were never nervous when we played. We never argued uh, when we played. And uh, we had both of us. We had a good serve, and we knew that at the end of the game, we, we could get some serve aces. We could have, uh, we could score some points in serve or block, or uh, and um, so we were very confident when we played. So that helped us a lot. Now, yeah. when the FIVB came about and the international players started to infiltrate the beach game, um, that was kind of a so to speak crashing. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, the party that's, you know, consistently been thought of as, uh, you know, a California beach sport. How did the uh, American AVP players react to you, um, international players? And, um, you know, I'm, I'm always curious how that works. It's never easy <laughs> to have outsiders come in and, and uh, start to have success at something that you're doing and have you move over or move back, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Bjorn and I decided quickly that uh, if we want to be the, be, become one of the best teams in the world, we have to play and practice against the best teams in the world. So we went early 
I think it was 1992 when we went on our first training camp in uh, in California, and uh, because we wanted to play against the AVP players and, and practice against them, um, so we went to uh, San Clemente. San Clemente, uh, okay. Between, yeah, it's between LA and San Diego, mm-hmm. and uh, because Bjorn had a friend there, uh, uh, and um, and we went to a beach called I think it's. San, San, San Juan Capistrano Beach. Yep. If that's the name. Yeah, yeah. and so we went there. And um, I remember uh, our first time we came there, we, we came to U.S. the night before, and we rented a, 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 a house, and uh, we went to the beach the next day. We hadn't, we hadn't had time to buy uh, our own balls, and we didn't bring any balls because we wanted to play with the AVP balls. So we went to the beach, and we tried to hook up with some players. And we, we, I'm not going to say his name because we, we became good friends with him later. But I'm not going to say his name now. But we, we met a AVP player, a well-known AVP player on the, on the beach at San Juan Capistrano. And uh, we didn't have any balls. He had a net with 20 balls. And Bjorn went up to him and asked uh, uh, if he could borrow one ball to just do some uh, drills. But he said, no, I'm going to do some drills myself, so I need all of my 20 balls. <laughs> that, that, created, that created a kind of a motivation for me inside. And I said to myself, I'm going to beat him one day. There you I, go. I, I thought that was kind of uh, arrogant and uh, respectless. And, uh, so uh, but, so we, we understood that, okay, we have to go and buy ourselves uh, our balls. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, but after a while, we started to hook up with some AAA players, and we uh, we understood that okay, we have to. So so we, what we tried to do was we were trying to play against some AAA players on the court beside where the LT players were practicing, so they could see us. So because we knew that we had the level to practice against them, we, we weren't uh, uh, terrible. <laughs> but so we tried to become uh, or, or we tried to. Uh, make them watch us. So after a while, we uh, hooked up with some players, and um, we, we got to play against some of them. But but that was the same. Like I said, we wanted to play against the best players. So from so when we were out traveling as well, we always tried to practice against teams from US or Brazil. It's, it's we understood also that uh, we had to get used to the ball. We had to get used to the the rules because it was so different from the FIB. Uh, and the uh, AVP, and um, in our career, we only played one AVP tournament. I would love to play more tournaments, but we only played one. Was that '97? Uh, um, yeah, I really don't remember the. It was the only award that the whole thing, but uh, I, I, I'm, and I even don't remember where we played. Uh, but it, we only played one tournament, and uh, we, I think, we lost both our matches. And uh, I don't remember it much, but I remember that uh, we came in the day before. From uh, from Europe, and uh, we should have gotten there so much earlier to to get used to the the ball and also to get used to um, uh, playing against that kind of players. So um, I, I would love to play more tournaments against AVP players. Yeah. Yeah, I think when I looked at the beach volleyball database, um, that that was from '97 in Dallas, Texas, um, where okay. you guys, yeah. Um, were you the one AVP event that you competed in? But yeah, I I, I feel for you that you, you know I, 
you would think if someone from California or anywhere in America that was a professional player came over to Norway and showed up on the beach and you detected their accent and they, you know, had good intentions to play the sport (laughs) and he had 20 balls, you would want to help him out. But that's just me. (laughs) So I, I can relate. I lived in Los Angeles for four years from the time I was 27 to 30 and uh i had a i met a couple people like that too that i just was like oh my god i would never i wouldn't even treat my worst enemy like you like you do i'm like what the hell happened to you so you got some of those type of people there so i'm sorry you got i'm glad that you guys became friends now i'm gonna put my detective hat on and try to find out who that was i will i'll keep them anonymous but just for my own (laughs) my own uh uh personal satisfaction and, and uh, like I said, I, I, I later understood that he was a nice guy, but, and, and I don't know the reason why he didn't want to borrow us some balls. Maybe, uh, maybe that has happened earlier with him, and uh, some players have, have uh, stolen some balls from him. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. But, and uh, like I said, that was our first time in California. Nobody knew who we were, and we looked like two skinny, pale uh, Norwegians. Uh, so I, I also understood that uh, we looked, uh, we didn't look like beach football players, uh, <laughs> let, let me put it that way. But we, we, back then we felt that he could have uh, borrowed us one ball, so we could uh, yeah. just, yeah. You would hope. So how, how did you yeah. like that yeah. first trip out to California? What was, uh, did it live up to your ex, aside from the, the ball borrowing incident? Yeah. Uh, what, what did you think of it? Did yeah, you like uh, it? Yes, it, it really made me want to play that sport even more. Um, and also the way of playing. Also, uh, I have so many friends here in Norway who envied uh, the life Bjorn and I had in the 90s, uh, traveling all around the world, seeing the best beaches all around the world. So the, the way of being a professional beach football player, it's, it's a great life. But of course, there are so much practicing and uh, you have to put down so much training but uh, traveling to to California to go to work when we went to work we went to the beach uh, so uh, I really felt that uh, but also the motivation of become because uh, we thought we thought that we, we could be a good team uh, both in Norway both in Europe both in the, in the world mm-hmm. and uh, we wanted to beat the best uh, we, we decided after our first uh, training camp in California, that uh, we that this is something we want to go all in on, and we want to become one of the best teams in the world. And uh, we we really think that we could uh, become a good team because we were I'm six foot seven, the only six foot five, so we were both tall. Back then, most of the teams had good, uh, had one tall block player and one smaller uh, defensive player, but we were both quite tall. So no matter who got to serve we had a good strong uh uh hitting uh right right you uh, both were real big o- the, strong uh, offenders pick your poison map <laughs> um so uh did you how long were you in california for that trip when you came in first time um i think the first time was two weeks but we came there many times later so we we were um, maybe four or five times not three or four times in uh, San Clemente, but also in uh, Santa Monica in Los Angeles. In, up at State to, Beach in Sor- or Sorrento? 
Las Bay Beach, but also I think we went two years at Hermosa Beach. Okay. Uh, yeah, because we, we rented a house where some apartments 10, 10 feet from the beach. <laughs> so just wake up in the morning, have breakfast, you go one minute and then you're on the beach. A lot of good restaurants, a lot of good players. And so that was uh, heaven for us to go to Hermosa Beach. to. to oh, practice. yeah. Everything's right there for you. You can't beat that. Put that. So do you feel yeah. that was instrumental? Did your game take a big jump? with uh, that time training there in the U.S. between those uh, three big beaches? Yeah, and uh, like I said, watching, if, if we didn't play ourselves or practice ourselves, we were watching the other players practice. And uh, to watch the best, to learn from the best, that has always been an important thing for me, both indoor volleyball, but also uh, in beach volleyball. To find um, what, what can I learn from this guy, what can I learn from this guy in uh, hitting or... Uh, blocking or defending or serving. So I always try to find some players uh, where I can learn something to, to be there. And uh, so we had so much help from uh, traveling. I think we only went to Brazil to practice once, but we didn't feel that the same possibilities there. Uh, so uh, going to U.S. to practice was uh, very, very important for us to come to we, we we became. Yeah, very beneficial. Um, yeah. What uh, were there any particular players uh, in general that you felt like you learned a lot, either playing against or watching during those training sessions between State or Hermosa Beach at the uh, in San Clemente? Uh, no, not especially any names, but uh, I tried to. Uh, but that could also be one one. Uh, 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 Play on the AAA level. Uh, I, I tried to find some things, uh, some small things on every player. But uh, like I said, I liked the, the way the um, the aggressive uh, aggressive playing style that the US player had. Uh, I wanted to put that into my own game because I, I love to to, make, to 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 score a point. I love to make <laughs> a block. I love to hit the ball in, and I make a mistake. I really hate. Making a mistake. Uh, I hated being blocked. I hated serving uh, an error, and I always tried to perfection my game. I I studied myself also a lot of uh, video on VHS tape ah. back in the eighties and nineties, and I I did a lot of statistics on my own game. So I tried to analyze my game, analyze all other players or many other players. I think. Where I have been different from Bjorn and many, many other players is uh, I didn't go to the gym often. I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I didn't have many muscles. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Dolph. I, I was kind of, but I, because when we played on the ADP tour, on the FRB tour, after matches, we, we took our RC and we drove it to the fans on the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, while the other players were uh, kind of uh, happy with their upper body, I was kind of uh, embarrassed when I uh, took off my. <laughs> you put it. You threw a towel around you real I quick. I was a skinny. I was a skinny, skinny player, and I didn't uh, put a lot of time in the gym. But um, I still had. I, I had a good arm. I had the speed in my wrist and my elbow in my shoulder, mm-hmm. and I used. To, I, I I hit quite hard, uh, and and I didn't 
think or feel that I need to go to the gym to do a lot of training. I did some, of course, both when I play indoor and on the beach, but uh, I didn't want to risk uh, some injuries. And um, but because I was six foot seven, I had I had a natural good jumping ability, and I had a good uh, timing. Uh, so I, I was when when the other players were, were in the gym, I was uh, sitting in front by video recorder and doing stats on myself and other players and trying to analyze the game and analyze my game and other games, players' games. Yeah, so that was my way of approaching the game. Yeah, well, it worked out well for you. This concludes part two of our interview with Jan. Thanks for tuning in for it. Stay tuned for part three coming up shortly. As a reminder, we do have a website, which is godstoghosts.com. We also have a YouTube channel, which is Gods to Ghosts Volleyball. Thanks again for listening. Talk soon. Mm-hmm.